This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Miracle Moment. This is the new mommy season that will absolutely rock your world, up-level your mama game, and skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Ray Ireland, and brand new mama. Like every new mama out there, I enjoyed those quiet, precious moments of those first few months. But after that, there was this stirring in my heart to lean back into business and activate my entrepreneurial brain. I went into a business partnership with a financially failing podcast production company and turned it into a multi-six-figure production house with over 65 million downloads in just a few months. It's been a roller coaster, and I've learned some unforgettable lessons. As a mompreneur, I know how challenging it can be to balance work, family, and self-care and still see the everyday miracles. So each week, I'll share stories of women who have defied the odds to pursue their dreams of motherhood while also building successful businesses. This show will open your eyes so you can see the miracles around you. With more awareness, more miracles will show up. Light a fire in your soul, mamas. You deserve it. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, we have Nikki Jade on. Nikki Jade helps women heal their impossible health diagnosis by getting to the root causes so they can live their wildest dreams feeling great and having it all. Nikki is also a dear soul sister friend of mine um, who we've known each other for many years. I've worked personally with Maverick, um, her husband, and we'll go into their story. Just super amazing. So inspiring. Nikki has been an inspiration of mine for many years as she guides women and helps them with their health and just feminine essence. And most recently, she has three kids. And they are just so beautiful. And I get to witness their family story unravel via social media. And so when I stepped into becoming a mom, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to connect with Nikki. And as this podcast got birthed into this new existence of doing the new mommy season, Nikki is top of the list. We got to get her on here. So this is just going to be one of my favorite episodes already, I know. (laughs) So wait till you hear some of her stories. They're going to blow your mind and heart open. And Nikki, thank you so much for being on here. It's my pleasure, Ray. It's so fun. And I love talking all things mommy and any excuse to have some girl time and catch up and share wisdom. So let's go. Yes, exactly. And I just love like the stance that you take. And you've really always taken a stance since I've known you in holding the space of abundance and you can have it all and your body knows and you can make radical decisions quickly and trust yourself. And as your family has grown, you have continued to take that stand for women and moms, especially saying, yes, you can have your self-care and you can be an epically present mom and you can have the business and lead the retreats and keep going. And as a new mom stepping into this new identity, I did question all of that. I'm like, can I? But how? And I'm still questioning a lot of it. How how do I do my morning routine now? And all of these pieces, because they get 
totally reinvented as you step into new chapters. And whether that's a new chapter of stepping into a new relationship, stepping into becoming a mom, or maybe having a second or third child, I'm just sure each iteration has its unique challenges and kind of like, okay, I had this game plan and now I need to reconfigure it. So I'm excited to hear more about that. I'm curious, do you have any things that come off the top of your mind in terms of that like reinvention process? Yes. Oh, I love that. For me, every time I had another baby, it came with this expansion. And Mm -hmm. yes, we can look at life as all these challenges and they they shake us up a little bit. And I feel like we're living this life full of one transition to the next transition. And how smoothly can we transition? Yes. (laughs) And some transitions are long. Right. They're like, holy crap, I just became a mother. And other transitions are a little bit smaller of like, wow, I'm I'm just populating and now I'm bleeding. There's transitions all the time, even daily. I'm starving to now I'm so full. We're transitioning. And so for me, every time I had a baby, I allowed it to be even more enjoyable than the last time. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you or any of you new mamas out there. But the first time I had a baby, I was like, I have to do everything perfectly. And no one yeah. can watch my baby, no babysitters, even my mom, maybe. Like, it was <laughs> my baby. And I know that when my second, when she would fall, it was like, oh my God, right? And by the time the second baby came, the third baby, it was like, oh my God, I just get to experience them, right? Experience them without the, the micromanage or the fear you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. every birthday experience to expand me as they naturally do wow and i've enjoyed it even more because it's funny when you have one child my greatest fear when i got pregnant with the second was there's no way i'm gonna be able to love this baby as much as i love this baby because i love this baby so dang much (laughs) right and and it it was such a beautiful experience of holy moly right so in love with this person and I'm in love with this person right and then obviously with my husband who was like the number one top of it so I feel like that's such an important piece to motherhood and new mamas is it's natural for all of our attention to go to that newborn and, and it's so demanding of our body our mm-hmm. presence our time our heart our thoughts we're on date night finally but we're looking at pictures of the baby <laughs> that happened that day very much a part of us and for me the greatest lesson that i've learned is that to me a happy home is the greatest gift we can give our children right absolutely they can just thrive and be free and expressive and they feel safe right and so for me that means your relationship first what that feels so selfish But if you look at it and you prioritize the relationship piece, then they get to have an experience of two parents in love all the time. Like it's the regular thing of, I don't know about you, but I always prayed for an example of what a loving couple looked like. I didn't grow Mm -hmm. the greatest Absolutely. Yeah. And the baby that comes in, they choose us to have that family experience. They don't choose us to become the star solo thing that all of a sudden all of our attention is on of course that naturally happens but I think many people gave us that insight early on and said the baby is part of your family you're not the baby 
take care of your family unit and do what's best for the family. And that really radically shifted some things that we were doing in the very beginning. Baby nights, they're important, right? After the baby. And that for me was the hardest because I was like, I gotta be here. Yeah. Down the street with our cell phone on. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And so when it comes to transitions, I love that you brought that piece up because you feel like you go through these massive transitions so gracefully. And so to give our listeners a little backstory, can you share the story of you and Maverick? This is just insanely amusing. And start with how long you've been together. <laughs> because oh. it's like, wow, those are some couple goals. <laughs> you know what's so funny, babe, is that when we're on date night, she still grabs my ass and we still make out. And people are like, oh my God, are you guys on your honeymoon? And then we gather <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and version of our story is we met and got married after two hours of knowing each other just boom and then wait pause everyone yeah. two hours of knowing each other <laughs> two hours later and he's like with the ring and i'm like of course and we go on a 10-day honeymoon and it was so romantic it was just so magical every moment of it that's how we met and been 14 years and three babies and just so in love with each other and so grateful that God gave us and I think for both of us it was a reward of doing such deep work on ourselves and finding God within and all around them so that our partner can be the partner that's like God-centered instead of another trauma-wounded relationship. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Like, I believe our soulmate will still bring up stuff because we're always expanding, right? Yes. Your best friend who's, like, curious about you and they love you so much that they want to get to know this part of you and hold you through it. And, like, chills. Like, to me, that is such a gift. That's how we met. That's where we're at. And what was the question? Oh, and it just... I was thinking about just how amazing you've been at these huge transitions and really being so graceful. So let's just start with that first piece. After two hours of knowing someone, you were like, yes, you're my person. And that sounds romantic and it's an incredible story, but I would be blind to say like that also sounds really challenging. Like I'm sure that was a challenging experience (laughs) to be like, okay, now we're like, we're together and you're my person forever. And what did that bring up? And how did you move through that transition so gracefully? We are literally driving up the 101 coastline on our honeymoon in my little Mini Cooper. <laughs> a red Mini Cooper. My kids love their little MacBook trucks. I'm like, that one is mine. Yes. <laughs> okay. And we're driving up the coastline. And remember, we just met. So I'm like, oh, do you like bowling? I'm still getting to know him, obviously. And he's, he drives into the bowling alley and he's like, let's go bowling. And I'm like, I love this man so much. He's so present to what I'm saying. And he's like, let's not talk about it. Let's do it. Let's live it. Right? So good. Bowling and I whoop his ass. <laughs> and yeah, transitions, man. They're big. <laughs> and so like, how do you feel like what superpower are you connected to that helps you move through these types of transitions to me i know that the magic lives in the present moment mm. and this is why i birthed soul medicine almost a decade ago 
was because when we have these moments that our stuff comes up, there's nothing more important to do than to fully be with it. We often want to push past it and, oh, I'll deal with that next week or and that next week turns into next month and then a year and somehow you manage to push that one off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still sitting there taking up space when it doesn't deserve it. And so instead of pushing it down, when it comes up, I've done such deep work on inviting it forward and like feeling the deepest pain and like just taking myself. I remember after I had two babies, God placed on my heart. He's like, take yourself to Hawaii for a vacation. And I was like, oh my God, by yourself. I'm like, oh my God, my baby's yeah. only two or something, the little one. And, I was, and so I, I opened up, I love to obey because there's no point like hearing from God and not obeying it. Oh, I love that piece of obedience. That's been a big lesson of mine lately. Yeah. yeah. So I opened up like Expedia and I look up like, I'm like, okay, what are we thinking? Like a weekend, maybe four days and got two weeks. And I'm like, I'm going to cry and fall apart right now. There's no way. And I had to get really still, get that answer loud and clear because yeah. I feel bang, right? And so I did it. I booked myself a trip to Hawaii. I got this oceanfront villa. And babe, the moment I sent down an email to my tribe beforehand, because I just wanted some space after, and I let them know what was coming up, a new container. By the time that I landed, 36 grand entered into my bank account. And I was like, go on, go with me. Like, that, yes. that's, that's why, right? If we can learn to obey and like be in that surrender of like, my heart's breaking every second I'm away from my babies. So mm. it better be something really freaking important. Mm. And that time in Hawaii, I just got so nourished, mama. It just nourished every cell of my being. And I was like, we're turning a new woman. I can hold so much more now. Yeah. And it all just comes from that deep, deep listening, which I feel has been a challenge of mine. And I'll be honest, as a new mom, where do I find that space to have the listening come in? Before, it was like I had my morning practice. I had this. I had that. I had all the tools, all the schedule, like perfectly set for just me. And so where do you find those spaces of quiet, especially with three kids? How do you carve that out? Hey there, fabulous mamapreneurs. I've got something super special for you. Introducing Giggles and Growth, hilarious reflection prompts for the mamapreneur. So just picture this, you're journaling your way through prompts that have you giggling and reflecting like never before. Ever wondered what your business would say if it could talk? Or how about sharing the funniest thing your kids have ever said about your work? But here's the best part. These prompts aren't just about having a good laugh. They're an incredible investment in yourself and your journey as a mamapreneur. Taking time for giggles and growth means giving yourself the gift of self-discovery, clarity, and personal growth. As you reflect on these entertaining prompts, you'll gain valuable insights into your business, your role as a mom and as an entrepreneur, and even find hidden gems of wisdom. And the cherry on top? It's absolutely free. No cost, no catch, just a joy-filled opportunity to embrace laughter while empowering yourself. So what are you waiting for? Unleash your laughter and embrace the growth with giggles and growth. Click the link in the show notes or visit www.rayireland.com slash giggles dash and dash growth to grab your copy now. Let's make your entrepreneurial journey even more fabulous. Get your giggles and growth freebie today, mamas. You deserve it. 
carve that out. I literally prioritized it. And mm-hmm. it was so hard in the beginning because mm-hmm. I was an, an entrepreneur, but there's certain phases where I was like, I could save money and not get a babysitter because I don't want to burden my husband all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he's 20 years older than me, 19 and a half years. But he <laughs> told me right from the start, he's like, I don't want babies. And I'm like, I need to have babies. Yeah. This is a deal breaker. I gave him a couple deal breakers before we got married. So I was like, <laughs> like it's been two hours, but here's the thing. <laughs> it's the important things. I don't cook. I don't clean. And I need to have babies. <laughs> there's a couple yes. more. But what's been great living in Costa Rica in the jungles, because there's no Trader Joe's down the street. So I've learned how to make sauerkraut and cook great meals and <laughs> clean wow. it up when the cleaner can't come. It's been great. <laughs> but anyway, expectations that always leads to disappointment. Don't expect on a chicken farm with a side of pasta waiting for you when you're done with your work day. <laughs> Don't have that on me. <laughs> yeah. So I really prioritize the self-care. And I know that it's so important for me to keep that connection to my true essence, to that moment that I found God without a man, without needing mm-hmm. anybody or anything to like feel that I am here. Everything is perfect. I love my freaking life. And I have to keep that anchor because the truth is I've worked with clients that share horror stories, right? We just don't know what's promised tomorrow. We don't know. And so for me, I want to soak up this moment. I want to soak up this moment when my baby's three, then going to be four, and then he's going to be the big kid. Soaking every second up. And I know that I can do that more when my cup is, because if my, my cup is empty, I'm short, I'm like irritated. And it just tells me that I need to fill up my cup. That's what it tells me. If I'm ever irritated or if my son's like, look at my drawing and I don't actually look at it. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's uncool. But I'm doing something else. Like, I want to freaking look at it. I want to understand what's that blue line compared to that red circle. What is that in your mind? Tell me. Like, oh, so beautiful. And that's true love. I think that's one of the biggest gifts we can give our kids is that type of pure presence and so just feeling that from you it anchors it in even more it's so necessary and so tell us a little bit about this wild very wild pregnancy you had under a waterfall so my birth just yeah give us the the story what was that about yeah oh my gosh, I am just taken back to when I remember manifesting that moment because mm. I was pregnant and my other babies were natural born and, and home birth and just they're all amazing, funny, magical stories that have so much wisdom. But the third one specifically, I remember being at my girlfriend Angie Lee's house in San Diego and our other girlfriend Sam Scali was taking us through this visualization, just as sisters. I want to see you living your dream. And I remember I was pregnant and I visualized the birth under a waterfall in Costa Rica. And it was just so there. I was like, oh, I would love that. And I was actually here, seven months pregnant, hosting a women's retreat, a full medicine retreat, and then also from the soul medicine coaches. So it was like back to back, two retreats. I was away from my babies for a month and it was I was in pain every day, but I was living my purpose and I just felt like I had to do it. And mm-hmm. Maverick was like, the baby's coming. And he flew here with the kids. He ended up staying here. Birth underwater. I knew I wasn't doing the whole 
hospital route. I just know myself and like I trust yeah. my body. And, and uh, it was just my two babies were napping. And my villa, I was like, oh my God, my water just broke. And I knew exactly where to be. And he was there, cool, calm, and collected. He caught the baby and we ended up being at a hotel because our Airbnb wasn't ready. And that I was not planning that because perfect Airbnb had this like birthing spot and birthing tub. And it was like all set up. And then all of a sudden, plans change. I'm still in a hotel that we were hanging out parked at for a couple days and the owner of the hotel just felt so blessed that we had a baby in his hotel like he kept the room service coming it was amazing yeah so just that surrender and allowing my body to do its thing and this Mm. was my fastest birth because the water broke and I was literally pushing his head back in because I was like, just slow down. I don't want to tear oh, in a hotel. Let's just take this long. And it was really beautiful to just work together and just have the most beautiful experience. Wow. I'm just reshaping it. Yeah. And can you talk into how it was just you and Maverick and the baby and your other kids were sleeping? How was it feeling like having Maverick there, what was his role in that? Because it sounds like it was really, you know, an intimate experience of you and baby being like, okay, this is our journey. We got to work together. And then there was Maverick too. Was he in your like consciousness at the time or were you really more like internal or how did the masculine feel in that moment? He held me so beautifully because we're going to go really deep right now. When I was pregnant, when I found out I was pregnant with the third baby, I was like, Hold on, let me rewind. We have our two babies, our girl and our boy. They're both potty trained. We are having a freaking party. Okay, we're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we don't have to deal with diapers, wipes, stinky blowouts, new outfits in the car. <clears throat> so I'm having a party and literally, I kid you not, the next day, Mavericks, you're pregnant because I like didn't feel well. And I'm like, that's yeah. impossible. It's impossible. And I go to get a pregnancy test and it says I'm pregnant. And then I'm like, no, this is wrong. And I get five more and they're all freaking pregnant. <laughs> And I was in such denial and that shock because everyone's asking us, do you want another baby that month? We're like, no, we're good. Like, we're set. Yeah. <laughs> and this baby came and, and honestly, I think because I had these feelings of not wanting him and then I found out he was a boy when I really wanted a girl, all these things I had going on inside my consciousness, the cord ended up wrapping around his neck three times and I had my own healing of womb healing, but our whole journey of healing begins the moment we enter into the womb, right? Yes. He's this divine being and become a human and connected to this other human being with our mother, literally physically connected to her and feeling every single one of her emotions and thoughts and talk about generational healing. Like it starts there, right? right. That's why I do soul washes right back into the birth and the womb space for that healing. Mm. Oh, so he had his cord wrapped around his neck three times and Maverick, mm. As his head was coming out, he started to turn purple. And Maverick, when you asked me if I felt connected to Maverick, he was holding me and holding it together. He's like, okay, babe, like you want to probably give it a good push right now because he was so scared he was going to come out stillborn because the cord and was purple and blue. And but he didn't show me any fear. He didn't say, okay, hurry no. up. There's a situation. He didn't put any of his own possible fear mm-hmm. into the space. So he held it. And he's like, okay. And I was like, I just need to breathe and take it slow. And he's like, 
He's like behind me, yeah, just inside. Like, right. Sure here. So I think, yeah, he was very much in my space and held it, but held such a sacred, manly, safe space for me to just surrender and, and, and go into it. Wow. I really feel like there's this theme in our conversation around presence, like coming up and the power of presence. And I feel like practicing presence before you become a parent is so important because just finding the presence within yourself is challenging enough. (laughs) And then the initiation into relationship and having that reflection and that mirror, finding presence through that, and then being able to hold that space together for a new soul to come in. So I'm curious, like on the other side of all of this, three kids, you're an entrepreneur, you're living in the jungle of Costa Rica. How do you, what are some tools and practices you have to stay patient and present during times of chaos or when things are not going as planned? Yes. Lots of deep breaths. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of deep breaths. And also boundaries. I know with my clients, oh my God, when I'm single, no babies, and when I maybe only had one or two babies, I would just over deliver. Like, I don't know if it came out of a fear of people, like I want people to like me or what, but I would go like above and beyond when that wasn't expected. And even sometimes it was thrown back at me and I'm like, oh shit, like something's not working here. And then I had a real check-in with my boundaries of, hey, we have a session. We're going to open the space. We're going to close the space. And then I'm going to go be present with my babies and my dinner and my husband and having the the boundaries in place and then the self-care. I know there's times where sometimes it's like, you need to go and have a nice reset, like a good night's sleep. I remember every year for my birthday, I'm buying myself a night of sleep. Like, I'm going away for a night to sleep. Yes. <laughs> Finding sleep. So really honoring what our body needs. Mm. Like sometimes we need sleep or we need to put our phone away and we just we don't listen it just escalates and then it gets really harder to come back to the moment we can take care of it when it comes like when it knocks answer the door (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah don't wait until it's like the door is coming down because you've been putting it off so long totally Mm -hmm. and that's what i teach about change like when our body's talking to us it talks to us in three different levels feather or it trust and if we don't yes. listen to the feather, then it gets louder. And then, oh, crap, I'm really not feeling. Uh. And then we're still not like stopping and getting the message. So then the freaking monster truck comes, the Mack truck, and we're kicked on our ass. And maybe we really don't feel good. We got the flu or even worse. I've seen worse. So you just want to catch in the beginning, like you just said, of answering when it calls. And it doesn't have to be so extreme, right? Mm-hmm. You just go outside for 10 minutes and I'll just be right back. I need yeah. to just have a moment of silence. Absolutely. And- This is actually a conversation that Sammy and I have been having around as we forecast into the the future around how to create positive and loving discipline in the relationship with our kids. And I think it's that same conversation of boundaries just now, not just with yourself, but with your kids. And so how do you how do you go about that? Because I feel like there is a feather truck brick or feather brick truck situation with boundaries as well and and that self that that discipline with your children it's like we teach people how to treat us Mm -hmm. right we 
teach them how to treat us. So if I don't tell my daughter I need space, then because I know her human design and because she's a vessel of love, she's going to want to just cling on me all day long because Mm -hmm. that's her soul essence talking, right? But if I don't have boundaries where I'm like, I love you so much, my baby of love, but I need a minute. Don't even knock on my door. Pretend I'm not here. Like I need this for my sanity so that I can cook you guys a beautiful dinner and we can play games later. Like I just need this moment. It's like if you teach them that your self-care, they get the reward. They're going to want to support you looking after yourself. Like sometimes in the beginning, when I used to go away, I'd feel guilty. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And they're like, don't go. But now when I'm like, yeah. I'm going away, so I haven't built my cup. Like, I don't feel guilty about it anymore. They're like, good for you, mom. Like, they literally cheer me all on. And I'm like, oh, you guys, yeah. Oh. And I shifted and taught them what I learned. Then they get to hold that space for me, right? There's yeah. such mirrors for us. Oh my God, right? If we're ever stressed, they'll be like, I don't feel good. I'm like, no shit. That's because I'm stressed. It's yeah. very connected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I love that perspective. I think I needed to hear that because I'm still in that space of like, I feel so bad. So just being like, oh yeah, I remember that they want the best for us as well. Like they want our their moms to feel full and loving and open and happy and It's just, that's a beautiful way to phrase it. So as we wrap up for all the women that are out there, I love to finish off. I know you're such a powerful spiritual being and leader. Would you mind doing a prayer or a blessing for our listeners? I love that. Oh, this is what's really important to me and how I always Mm -hmm. love my clothes too and opening clothes. And it's like, this life is such a gift. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Oh, thank you, Spirit. Thank you for speaking through us and using us to just help each other remember who we are at our core and to be the best person possible. Oh, and may every person listening remember that self care is not selfish, that it's not a luxury, it's a necessity, and that when we can fill up our cup and Ignite that thread to the divine, to our supernatural source creator, to our God. That's where the magic happens. That's where everyone around us is a reflection for us. And so I pray that you remember who you are and that you get to just enjoy the expansion that children bring into our life and our expansion to hold more and to love greater and to be more graceful. <laughs> right. Thank you, Spirit, for loving us and allowing us this life express ourselves and yeah i just pray you guys feel the love and remember it's all inside of you oh so good yes 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 thank you (laughs) oh thank you so much for bringing those powerful codes your beautiful stories for living out a beautiful life and sharing that with us we'll have all your links in the show notes below so everyone can tune in and watch your family play in the jungle like I do. It's so fun. And hopefully I'll see you down in the jungle soon. (laughs) Sounds awesome. Puna vida. (laughs) Puna vida. (laughs) Hey, mamas. That's a wrap for another epic episode on Miracle Moment, the new mommy season. Catch me on the internet at Ray Ireland sharing this wild mamapreneur life. And don't forget to check out www.rayireland.com slash freebies for all the resources and support while building your soul-aligned business. 
Are you feeling the miracles coming your way? Stay blessed, ride this miracle vibe all day long, and remember it's all about the journey. Catch you on the next episode.